we are creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is the Working Artist Project. What unique skills you have have you acquired since taking on the challenges of producing theater? What unique skills have I required? Hmm. Acquired. Acquired. Let's see. I think, so at the end of the day, producing is really just being willing to do whatever it takes. And it's all about looking at the situation and looking at the different solutions that you have and the different options that you have and choosing the best one that one best serves your artists best serves the budget and best serves your overall vision for the work at hand okay essentially i'm just putting out fires all the time <laughs> so you're just you're just a mom basically not a mom or yeah that's what i mean like doing. I guess one could say that a producer is like a mom. Producers like the mom and the dad. I mean, who knows who is the one who like controls the budget? Sometimes it's the mom in the household. Sometimes it's the dad. But um, you are you are the parents of 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 the show or of the project or of the event because you're the one that's there making the tough decisions and making the tough calls, especially when you know something is going wrong. And you have to think on your feet and you have to think about all of the different things that are at play. You know, what's once again, what's best going to serve your artists, what's best going to serve the work at hand um, and what's best going to serve your community, who you're reaching out to your audience as well. So it's all about putting all of those different factors together mm-hmm. and making a decision, whether it's from costumes or venue or marketing approach, um, all of that, all of those different factors go into those all of those decisions. So, like, what motivated you to to make the decision to make that, you know, to go into this field of theater? For me, um, because my company focuses on providing opportunities for artists of color, I believe very strongly that the only way that we're going to deal with the lack of representation of people of color is really hitting it at the top, Mm -hmm. hitting it from an institutional and an organizational level. Because if you're not at that decision that decision table how are those uh playwrights going to be chosen how are those playwrights are you guys like on the inside of this thing though i mean we have our own company so we are a company in which we either select artists to work with us who we say hey that's a really interesting project here are some resources that we can muster to help develop this piece whether it's from the idea phase or whether it's something that's written and we say hey we can get some actors in the room we can get some people in the room to, to work on this show, to help you develop it. Um, and sometimes we're also able to do full on production. Are you on the inside? like On the inside, yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, you guys are helping, but what about right. the mainstream part of, of the industry? Like, are you really making a dent? I mean, I think that's a great question. I think that also touches on a lot of things in terms of what, are we, uh, what do we consider as being successful, um, and this has got me thinking about a whole bunch of stuff. Let it out. Right? <laughs> because you're talking about the mainstream. So what do you mean mainstream? Do you mean what's being produced on Broadway? Because well, what's I mean, being produced on Broadway is catered to folks who live in the middle of the country and are here on vacation. Course. No, no, no. That's not, I just mean just 
the, the industry as a whole. The industry because, as a whole, yeah. Because there's, there's obviously there aren't that many people of color in the industry as it is, or yeah. they don't have as many opportunities. Totally. So how do you create those opportunities from the outside is what I'm saying. So I, th- I think what I'm struggling with with your question is this whole thing of outside and inside, okay. right? It doesn't have to be a, a, a dichotomy like that. Um, and it all depends on what an organization is focused on. So we're focused on creating opportunities for, our, for artists of color. And that's an opportunity in and of itself, that mm. they are getting time to work with actors in a room, hear their work out loud, to experiment, to meet other actors, to be seen by other people within the field. And that's what we provide. And especially uptown in Harlem, where we're the only multicultural theater company in Harlem and the only young multicultural theater company in Harlem. And providing a space for artists of color who don't, fit the mainstream Mm -hmm. who are telling our stories in new ways who are not the august wilsons who are who are who are thinking outside of the box and are saying that no my play can be about black people and brown people and it doesn't have to be about us struggling it doesn't have to be about us it doesn't have to be about us you know fighting oppression etc sometimes that is what the work is about And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's about very, just dealing with very human things, which everybody deals with. And what's amazing is that that also in and of itself is a political statement to see a variety of stories on stage, whether it's on stage uptown in Harlem or if it's downtown or, you know, in a, in a, in a bar, in an unconventional space uptown in Harlem All of those things, they provide an opportunity for people to see themselves Mm -hmm. and to be affirmed in, oh, this is who I am. I think that that's the other thing because it's more than just providing an opportunity. I mean, we've also worked with a lot of artists who are now like doing all of these awesome, amazing things, which is really crazy to be like, oh my gosh, Danielle Brooks, she was in like four of our first five uh, Harlem Nights events and now she's on Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. Or like Harrison, who is now like getting all of these amazing opportunities. He was a playwright that we worked with back in 2014. Um, and to just see that um, being able to provide that support in that community um, is really, really important. So do you guys also help uh, artists and playwrights or whatever get more, get accepted more by, like once they leave? Because it's one thing you guys are doing, right? But then once they leave and go into Hollywood, for instance, like the Orange is New, like how do you make being brown more acceptable you know what i mean and like how do you get more opportunities outside of you know how do people continue to get opportunities right i mean one having a place where you can create your work is necessary Mm -hmm. because if you don't have any work you can't apply for grants you can't apply for fellowships you can't apply for residencies um sometimes we also go and we will apply for residencies with specific artists in mind, um, which will then, one, create a connection and a relationship between that artist and perhaps a larger organization. Um, 
will give that artist the opportunity to not have to worry about the administrative and producerial side of things, providing that kind of support. Um, because at the end of the day, you need to build your portfolio and you need to work. And, and, and we create that space. Right. And, and opportunities for other people to see their work. So sure, maybe we can't produce it at this time, but we can provide you with a staged reading. We can provide you with an excerpt performance where we can make sure that we get the other people in the room who might take an interest in your show, who you can then have a conversation with about your work. So like, what's the process? Because I'm sure you have like a lot of people who want to be involved in your organization. Like, How do, you, how do, you how do we choose? Yeah. How do we decide who we work with? For everybody out there. Maybe. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, we're still working that out. Um, you know, we're still working that out um, in terms of a more formalized process. We've done everything from taking submissions. We also go out and see a lot of it, a lot of work. So there's four of us who run the company. We collaboratively run the company. So we do all of the administrative and operational and artistic tasks that it takes to run a theater company. Um, and so we really try to dedicate time at the end of all of our meetings to sit down and talk about any work that we've seen, okay. um, whether it's a musical or a play or a reading or some weird performance art piece. And, and then we also try to create opportunities to get artists in the room to experiment. That's what we've got a series called TMTC Harlem Nights, which is all about doing that. Just bringing people together to, to create something. Um, and that's how we meet a lot of artists as well. And they'll either invite us to something or we'll have an opportunity and we'll say, hey, I've really wanted, wanted to work with so-and-so. They're doing really great work. Let's see if we can get them in the room. Mm-hmm. So that's how it happens. Do, do programs like this exist elsewhere, outside of New York City? And do you guys work with those? Do you collaborate? Programs do work. Uh, there are programs like this outside of the city. You know, there are lots of development houses and things like that. Um, we don't We don't work with a lot of them just because we are – a small and mighty team uh, focusing our energies and our efforts here in New York. Um, Wouldn't it be more productive if you could form some type of coalition in, in, or some kind of a grand... For sure, know, for sure. But the thing to keep in mind is all about capacity, mm-hmm. right? And all about who is it that you're really trying to serve. Now, we're trying to focus our energies here on New York in our, and, and our, our, our Harlem community as well as our artists that are located here. Um, and of course there's always more work to be done, right? But as a team run by four people, we have to think about capacity and how are we able to provide the best experience for our artists. And that's us focusing on, uh, being here in the city. I mean, that being said, we most certainly participate in these conversations all over the country. So like two years ago, I went to um, the Encuentro out in LA, which was a, a Latino theater, um, a Latino theater conference. Um, and oh my gosh, it was a crazy weekend. I saw like five shows. Okay. And um, some were all in Spanish, some were in Spanish with subtitles, some were all in English. It was wild, but seeing so much different work and participating in conversations with Latino theater artists from all over the country. Um, you know, also a couple years ago, I produced a, um, a conference here in the city 
with 20 black theaters from across the country, um, really looking at how can we sustain our organizations um, financially um, and really build strong organizations and institutions. Um, so I think that I always try to find those avenues and those conversations to participate in, to share information, to share resources. Um, but in terms of me heading up those coalitions, that's not that's not my focus right now. Um, that's cool. Like, what can the commun- the New York community or the Harlem community do to to help support you guys? Like, what are you missing? What are you yes, missing? pay for tickets. Okay, pay for tickets. Um, I think one of the things um, that is always so fascinating, um, and people always talk about how, you know, there's not enough work for artists of color and and things like that, but there's a lot of work happening. And what happens is that we're in a society now where people go and they think, okay, well, am I going to spend $20 on this show and take a train or, and, and who knows, maybe it won't be very good. Or am I going to go and sit in my apartment and watch Netflix and order Seamless, which I know I will enjoy. <laughs> and so that's what we're, that's what we're battling. I mean, so a lot of companies end up having to give out a lot of comp tickets. Um, and, and even, and, and artists were also all to blame for it too. We're like, oh, well, let me just wait. Um, and I'm sure there'll be some comp tickets that I can go, but it's actually like really important for, for everybody to go out and purchase tickets. Now, mind you, we also know and understand that sometimes a ticket price, um, can be a hindrance, um, which is something that we're really working on is how can we really provide access to the work? Um, how can we get those big angel donors who are willing to underwrite an entire performance, so that we can go and we can provide a performance that's completely for free right. so that the the work, the stories that we're telling are are being shared with the people who directly relate to it, who um, who 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 could be inspired by it um, and realizing that sometimes, you know, pennies are pennies are tight. And how, how can we create how can we create access so that regardless of 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 race, economic background, um, disabilities, etc., that people can come. Yeah.